Welcome to Ministry by Mail, a weekly sermon publication of the Church of the Lutheran Confession. Our sermon for the 11th Sunday after Pentecost is by Pastor Nathan Pfeiffer of Berea Lutheran Church in Invergrove Heights, Minnesota. Our theme is The Way of the Wise Son, based on the text of Proverbs chapter 4, verses 10 through 23. Dear fellow redeemed in Christ Jesus, who himself is the wisdom of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. Grace and peace be with you all. One of the goals most parents and even grandparents have with their children and grandchildren is to bestow wisdom on them. Throughout our lives as adults, we've seen a lot of things. We've done a lot of things. We've made our own mistakes. We've seen other people make mistakes and make foolish choices. And we've seen the harm that's come to us, and we've seen harm that's come to our friends and people we care about because of foolish choices they have made. And so as parents and grandparents, we don't want our children to make those same foolish mistakes. We want to share wisdom we've acquired over the years with them. Speaking to one of our retired members recently, he made the comment that, you know, sometimes old people repeat themselves a lot because they think other people aren't listening to them. Such is the desire to share that wisdom that they keep on sharing it again and again to really drive the point home. And so we teach our children about how to manage their money so they don't foolishly throw it all away. We talk about the wisdom of dating someone who shares their faith and their confession. We try to share the wisdom of how to take care of the things God has given them, whether it's a house or a car. And the hope and the prayer of every parent and grandparent is that in sharing that wisdom, the child will take that wisdom to heart and apply it in their lives and avoid a lot of the heartache and pain that we've seen. So as we continue our series looking at the book of Proverbs and come to Proverbs chapter 4, we find Solomon trying to do that very thing with his son, trying to give him wisdom so that he doesn't follow the path of darkness and the path of the wicked. But as we read these verses... Remember that it isn't just wisdom Solomon is giving to the son he gave birth to, or his wife gave birth to. No, as Solomon told us last week, that the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Knowing that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, what we hear this morning is wisdom God is speaking to us, to his children. With that, Listen now to the God-breathed words of Proverbs chapter 4, reading verses 10 through 23, as God opens his mouth and speaks his wisdom to you. Hear, my son, and accept my words, that the years of your life may be many. I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. When you walk, your, steps, your step will not be hampered, and if you run, you will not stumble. Keep hold of instruction, do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. 
Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on, for they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. My son, be attentive to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight, keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them, and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. So far, God's word. Even so, we pray that as the Father speaks to us, he would set us aside for his holy purposes as we pray. O Lord, sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Last week, as we began our look at the book of Proverbs and took a look at Proverbs 2, we talked about a little bit about Hebrew poetry. And of course, if I were to quiz you all this morning, you would all tell me about Hebrew parallelism, right? Maybe not. Hebrew poetry oftentimes uses this device of parallelism. The inspired writer will try to say one statement, but state it two different ways to make his point very clear. Sometimes it won't just be two ways, it might be four ways or six ways. Other times, to help us understand a point more clearly, he might contrast it with something. State it, make a statement one way and then say the opposite to make it as clear as possible the point he's trying to make. We find that happening in our verses for today. We find much parallelism as Solomon tries to emphasize several points to his son, and God the Father tries to emphasize truths to you. So take a look at the verses again, either in your bulletins or in your Bibles at home, and see if you can see some of the parallelism that Solomon is using. First of all, we have grouped together verses 10 to 13. This is the beginning of his address. And in 10 to 13, he talks about all the ways that Solomon has instructed his son, the wisdom and the uprightness he's given them. And he's done this because he wants his son to have a life where he doesn't get tripped up, doesn't get tripped up by foolish, sinful choices, doesn't get deceived by wickedness. He urges his son to hold on to that instruction and guard it. He says, for she, wisdom is your life. The next grouping is verses 14 to 17. Those are verses of warning. If you look at 14 to 17, you're going to hear Solomon warning about the path of the wicked and the way of the evil. And he's very emphatic about the ways of the wicked. He says, avoid it. Don't even step on that path. Don't go there, as we might say today. In verse 16, he talks about how the wicked cannot sleep until they've done something wrong or make someone stumble. Now, when I hear those words, how the wicked can't sleep till they do something wicked, 
couple of Bible examples come to mind. I think of the enemies of Daniel. Remember the enemies of Daniel under the rule of King Darius? They knew the only way they could get rid of Daniel is if they made a law which went against his religion. And so they convinced the king to outlaw praying to anyone except for the king for a month. They couldn't rest until they had carried out their wicked plans. Or think of the scribes and the Pharisees who wouldn't rest until Jesus was put to death. Or maybe you could think of those 40 Jews who vowed not to eat or drink until they had killed the Apostle Paul. And so 14 through 17, Solomon talks about avoiding that path of the wicked. Don't even go on that path. Don't step near it. Next, look at the grouping of verses 18 and 19. Here we have, in 18, two parallel statements, and in 19, two parallel statements, but they're put together so that they actually contrast one another. He compares and contrasts the path of the righteous, the believer, who walks in the law of God. He says his way is like light, which goes brighter and brighter throughout his life of sanctification. The way of the wicked, however, he says they're in the darkness. They get tripped up over everything, and they don't even know what they're getting tripped up over. And then finally, we have the grouping of verses 20 through 23. Again, Solomon urges his son to pay a close attention to the God-given wisdom that Solomon is sharing with him. Solomon wants his son to guard these words and to guard his heart so that he is not enticed to go in the dark, foolish ways of the wicked. So we hear Solomon write about how he has instructed his sons in the way of wisdom. Remember that God the Father is also speaking to you as his son and as his daughter. So how long has the Lord been instructing you in his way of wisdom? Maybe you can't even remember when it started. Maybe like Timothy, from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Maybe as a little baby, mom and dad started bringing you to church. You heard the Bible at home through devotions around the table or at bedtime. Mom or dad made sure you went to catechism class to learn more about the wisdom of God revealed in his word. So we've heard God's instruction. The Father has spoken to us and instructed us. So, as sons and daughters who have been instructed, how has our walk been? Have we heeded it? Have we listened to the instruction of God? Have we guarded our hearts? Have we avoided the path of the wicked, not even taking one step on that path? Well, as I look at my life, and even the last week for me, I see I've failed to avoid the dark path of the wicked. What about you? Was it wise to go out to the bar with friends knowing they weren't there for just one beer, but they went with the intention of getting drunk? Were we acting as wise sons and daughters by ignoring the Eighth Commandment and getting together for coffee with that group where you knew you were going to hear all the juiciest gossip of the day? 
and hearing about all the bad things other people had done wrong? Were we wise by listening to Jesus' words of warning about the lust of the eyes and avoided that rated R movie or that internet site even after we knew it contained sexually explicit content? Were we wise sons and daughters? Sadly, if we examine our ways, we see that our walk of life has strayed onto the dark path of sin again and again. We've not always obeyed the wise commandments of our Heavenly Father who speaks them to us in love. Sometimes we ignore the Christian instruction of our parents, our teachers and pastors, thinking we know better than they do. We have dipped our toes into the water of the world by joining in wicked or ungodly behavior. As we confess this morning, we children have done many things which would disappoint our Heavenly Father. So let's turn our attention away from our foolish steps in life to the one who's wiser than King Solomon. That is Jesus Christ. Jesus says of the Bible, these are they that testify of me. Based on these words, we should be looking for Jesus on every page of the Old Testament, including these verses of Proverbs 4. So take a look at that text again and see if you can find Jesus in those verses. I have a couple examples for you. Take a look at verse 11. Solomon writes, I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. Certainly Jesus knew the way of wisdom and the paths of uprightness. What about verse 13? Jesus held on to the instruction of God's word, guarded it with all the days of his life. Think of him being tempted in the wilderness to turn that stone into bed. Jesus knew. Man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word which proceeds from the mouth of God. Think of 12-year-old Jesus in the temple, who amazed the church teachers with his questions and told Mary and Joseph that he must be about my father's business. Jesus held on to God's instruction in his word. Read verses 14 and 15 and think of Jesus in the wilderness again, tempted by the devil, but he avoided the way of the wicked by telling Satan to get away from him and defending himself with God's word. Or look at verse 18. And think of Jesus Christ, the righteous one, who is the light of the world, who shines brighter and brighter the more we get to know him by faith in his word. Who is the wise son? It's Jesus. Jesus who listened to and followed the way of wisdom all the days of his life, even when the cross was before him. Jesus prayed to his Father, not my will, but thy will be done. He followed the instructions of his Father unto death, even the death of the cross. He endured the pain of the cross because it was his Father's wise way of taking away the sin of the world. 
Jesus was no disappointment to his father. Instead, the father said twice about Jesus, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. The father was so pleased with the life and sacrificial death of his son that he actually brought him back to life on the third day. Jesus showed himself to be the wise son all the days of his life. But that doesn't surprise us. We would expect that of Jesus. The perfect son who always walked in the wise way. But the remarkable thing is that through faith, God credits you with everything Jesus did. Paul writes that baptized into Christ, you have put on Christ. So rather than seeing your wicked ways, those unwise choices you've made, and all those disappointing things you've done, through faith in Christ, God sees his wise son. He credits you with all those wise choices his son made. And because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, God washes away all those foolish and wicked steps we have taken. So as Solomon says, take these words to heart and guard them. As Solomon writes in verse 22, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. How guilty and dragged down we feel when we make those foolish and unwise choices. When we go on that wicked way, But in the words of the gospel, we find life and healing. Forgiven and credited with the righteousness of God's wise son, now let us walk wisely. Avoid the dark path of the wicked from which you have been redeemed. Be attentive to God's word and incline your ears to his saying. Read your Bibles at home. Attend Bible class in Sunday school when we resume it this fall. Pursue Christian education with your children so that they may be instructed in the wisdom of God. Don't let his word escape from your sight. Keep his word within your heart. And as his spirit works through his word, increasing your faith, your ways will be like the rising sun in the morning that grows brighter and brighter until it reaches full day eternally in heaven. Praise be to the wise Son of God, Jesus Christ, and unto God the Father, who credits us with his righteousness. Amen. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Amen. This has been a publication of the Church of the Lutheran Confessions Ministry by Mail. For more information, visit clclutheran.org. For print copies of this or other sermons, please visit lutheransermons.org.